0: And I said to your mom, "I know I'm a lot older than her. I, I love your daughter. My intention is to marry her."
1: Our age gap is 18 years, by the way.
0: I told your mom, I said, "Look, I can only imagine, like as a parent, you might have an issue with this." And then her response to me was,
1: "How did you think the our age difference, like, would play a role in our relationship? Like, did you think about that when we got together and when we started becoming like getting serious?"
0: No, it. it, it look. I knew chronologically how much how much older I was than you. Yeah. But in terms of my interaction with you, and you specifically, I felt we had a lot in common. We had great chemistry. We still do.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I never felt older than you mentally,
2: mm-hmm.
0: chronologically, and just like reality. Yeah, I know I'm older than you. But besides that, I never felt that there was any kind of it wasn't it wasn't weird. It wasn't like a novelty. It wasn't strange. It just it right. just felt like the person I love, and it didn't cross my mind like. You know, now from a practical perspective, and I've told you this well, before. Well, you are a
1: very practical guy. That's why I'm asking like the your train of thought when you decided, okay, this is
0: so I had a friend of mine when you and I were dating. I literally talked to nobody about about like because I'm not I was never the kind of person that if I was dating someone, I never needed anyone's opinion or validation because mm-hmm. I didn't care. I don't know why. I know it's That's, important.
1: I feel like it's DH. age. It's no, the but even, when I, even,
0: even when I was younger. Really? Yeah, I never cared. It just, if I liked somebody, I liked somebody. If I didn't like somebody, I didn't like somebody. Right. And I always found, you know what, I always found it strange when my friends would come to me and say, hey, what do you think of her? Like if like my friend would start dating somebody mm-hmm. and he'd say, what do you think of her? Or if like, Uh, like a female friend of mine would say, hey, what do you think of this guy I'm dating? I'd always think it was strange. Why are you asking me? I'm like, I don't know. I'm not dating them. What's the difference what I think of them? Right. So I always found it strange. So I never really, it never really registered to me. But one person did say to me, and he kind of just blurted it out. He said, women live longer than men. Mm -hmm. You're already 18 years older than her. She's going to have to live for probably 30 years after you're dead. And that really, that's something that I had to think about. That's the only thing to this day that I think is the biggest disadvantage to our age difference, mm. is that I know that you're gonna be alive a lot, like you're gonna live a long time after I'm gone. And that that, that kind of bothers me. Not that you're gonna live a long time, it bothers me that I won't be around for it. Right. And that I'm gonna leave you alone. So that to me is like the saddest thing about our age gap. That's the only negative that I can think of today. There mm-hmm. there might be some negatives in the future, like when I, let's say I want to retire, right. you're not going to be retired. So there might be just some like lifestyle um, yeah. kind of, not problems, but just.
1: Challenges.
0: Not even challenges. I, I mean, what can the challenge be? Instead of living, I don't know, somewhere on the beach, uh, we're going to have to be somewhere more in a, like, you know, in a city where you can continue doing what you do. Right. But to me, I'm not a picky guy. I don't care. I don't care if I live on the beach, as long as I'm with you and. By mm-hmm. that time, as long as like the kids are somewhere in, in our vicinity or yeah. like easily accessible to them and their families, then I don't I'm good.
1: What did your mom say when you told her that you are going to marry a 20-year-old? Nothing. <laughs> really?
0: Yeah, my mother it, it's different. Listen. When I'm you know, I'm I'm thirty eight I'm I was thirty-eight years old already.
1: That's true, a grown man.
0: There's not a conversation. If right. I would have come to her and said I'm marrying a I, uh, marrying a uh, if I was twenty and say I'm marrying a girl and she's also twenty, I should mm. probably say something about it because mm-hmm. I would still be her kind of kid, but I wasn't her child anymore.
1: It's funny because I think for me uh, when I told my mom about meeting you, I don't know if it's the culture, I guess, maybe like the Russian culture. It wasn't like a shock to her. Again, I always dated older. And I think for her that also it wasn't like a negative per se. She just wanted, I guess, to know that it's like, is this a person that you love? Is this a person that, you know, you can build a life with? Is this a person that's going to be there when you need him to?
0: And, I, and that's it. Like That's
1: why I think when we started, when I went on social media and stuff and I started showing our lives and when I started getting these like age gap questions or like, you know, kind of uh, people being shocked, I kind of didn't understand. Well, I, I think you're being
0: really polite. People were rude about it.
1: People were rude people, about it. People yeah.
0: still are rude about it.
1: To me, it kind of, I, I didn't really understand because I was like, yeah, he's older than me, but. And? <laughs> but yeah, it, it, it wasn't anything like out of the ordinary.
0: I remember. When you know, we started dating, and about ten days after we started dating, I said to you, "You're gonna be my wife
2: because
0: mm-hmm. I knew I knew you're gonna be my wife. I told you it's not gonna happen. I'm not asking yet, so you don't have to freak out, but that's where we're going, and that's what that's what's gonna go down.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I think you were a little you didn't show it to me. I didn't sense in you that you were scared at all, but I think inside you may have been a little scared. and that's when you went to your mom and you said to me, when I said that to you, you said, "Come and meet my mother," and if my mother approves of us dating, we're going to continue dating. Yeah. I said, "No problem." We went to meet your mother. She looked at me. <laughs> I think I had already met her briefly before, yeah. probably at like a Russian restaurant somewhere, So social, yeah. not socially. I think she was the manager or owner of the place, and I was at a party or something. She came outside. She goes, C- "Come with me outside for a smoke." And I said, "I don't smoke." She goes, "Just come with me outside, <laughs> right?" She just wanted to. She wanted to talk to me. So I went outside with her. And uh, she goes, she looked at me, she goes, what do you want? Like, not not even polite, just like, what, what do you want? Like, that Mika was, style. it wasn't like small talk and stuff. She, like, we got outside, like, she was walking ahead of me. I remember it so clearly. She stopped, she turned around, she looked at me, she goes, what do you want? Like, <laughs> what are your intentions? Right. Man, I said to her, listen, I, I, I love her. I, I love your daughter. My intention is to marry her. This was like on the 11th day of us dating. I said, my intention is to marry her. And I said to your mom, I remember, I said, look, I know I'm a lot older than her. And to be honest with you, if I had a daughter and she came to me with a man that's as much older than you know than her as I am, older than Valeria... Our um, age
1: gap is 18 years by the way.
0: 17 and change. Yeah. It's like 17 and 3 quarters, yeah.
1: Every month matters. 17 um, and quarters.
0: <laughs> and and I told your mom I said look, I understand like as a not as a no i wasn't a parent i said i can imagine i wasn't a parent at the time i can only imagine like as a parent you might have an issue with this because although it may have seemed normal to your mom because she grew up in a very different culture where it was normalized Mm -hmm. i didn't i grew up in canada when i was 20 my girlfriend was 19
2: Mm -hmm. right
0: so i was concerned that i didn't want to offend her so i said look I, i understand if it's a problem for you but we can talk it. We can talk it out, and I'll help you get over that problem. Mm-hmm. Like I just told her, I'll help you get over it. Meaning, it wasn't. I. I didn't say to her, if you're not okay with it, I'm gonna go away. I said, if you're not okay with it, I'm gonna help you get over this problem that you have of not being okay with it. Right. And then her response to me was, if she's okay dating you, continue dating and see what happens. I said, okay. She goes, okay. <laughs> and that was that.
1: And then he took a shot of vodka.
0: But you know what? I do. Well, yeah. But the, I do remember <laughs> when I bought the ring. I came over to your mom's. I came over you and I were together. I had the ring and I had to like ask in the absence of your father, I had to ask your mother for your hand in marriage. Mm-hmm. So, I remember <laughs> we always we always have we always have important meetings outside me and your mom. I said to her, uh, can you come outside with me? I want to show you I bought a new car." So I used that as an example. I just bought a new car and I said, "Oh, I want to show you this new car that I bought." Meanwhile, I don't it didn't matter, but She's like, okay. So I go outside. Oh, she looks at the car. Oh, nice, nice, nice. I go, listen, I'm going to propose to Valeria. She's like, I knew it. <laughs> she goes, you got the ring? I go, yeah, I got the ring. And I showed her the ring. She's like, okay, good. She <laughs> goes, when are you going to do it? I said, we're going to go to Israel. I'm going to propose to her. I said, don't you say anything. I said, don't you say anything. She goes, I'm not going to say anything. Did she say anything?
1: No, nothing. No. It was, uh, no, it was awesome. I love your the relationship you have with my mom, actually. That's one of the things that... I think makes our family so special and unique. You guys are really close.
0: I have a good relationship with her. We have our ups and downs. But our ups and downs are mostly situational. Meaning when I get stressed, I get a little more like distant. Mm-hmm. But it's something I'm working on because I do value her a lot. The reason your mother and I get along, and it's going to sound like, I don't know, it's going to sound almost like it's this is a forced statement or it's fake, but it's not. Is because your mother is a very good and moral person. She Mm -hmm. really is. And the more I think about it and the more I see examples of other people where that morality isn't there, Mm -hmm. I value your mom more and more. Because your mother from day one, even though I'm an older guy and even though I had already, you know, kind of established myself financially when you and I met, I never felt from her that she ever tried to take advantage of me Mm -hmm. or that she was ever anything but respectful to me. So it's not a secret that your mom, she can go off sometimes. Mm -hmm. She sometimes can be abrasive. Mm -hmm. And I don't mean it in a bad way. And I'm certainly not bad-mouthing her. Mm -hmm. But she can be abrasive. And she often is. But she's never. No, but she is. What's abrasive? Listen, she comes from a place where you have to, like, fight for survival. She came from a very rough place. And I appreciate that. Very different from where I grew up. I was in Canada since the age of three. So I didn't have the challenges she had. Yeah, She's rough. She can be rough. She's Mm -hmm. elegant, but she can be rough and tough and mean. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: And sometimes what she would Talked to certain people in a certain way that I was like, you know, I was shocked that she would. She never in the 12 years going on 13 years that she's known me, she's never said anything to me that would offend me, even though I know it's in her nature to offend people sometimes. <laughs> but she's never done it with me. She always knew not to do it with me. Right. And it's out of her love for you and out of her love for me too. But mainly it's out of her love for you because she understands. Mm-hmm. She can't talk. your husband that way so I always respected her for kind of going against her nature and always being like and to this day so Mm -hmm. it's it's great no I love your mom
1: when we met did we have anything in common you feel
0: my thought process on this and at the time and even now I don't look at compatibility with you or just in general between people as like sharing common interests so if you liked crocheting and mm-hmm. I didn't like crocheting. It doesn't mean we're incompatible. It right. just means you you like a stupid hobby. But <laughs> I mean, who the hell who crochets? Why are you,
1: you hating on Celine? Oh shit!
0: I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, Celine. I'm sorry.
1: Celine does great crochet, by I'm the way. Sure.
0: My point. My point is, is that like f- things like hobbies and stuff like that. That that to me is not. I don't think that's relevant. I, you know, where you and I have something in common, and kind of what what really binds us. Is our you know it's our morality it's our belief systems yeah and that's th- th- that's what matters the fact that you you know I like sports cars or, or and you like uh I don't know like uh, reading a lot like who cares like who cares if that's it's not the same thing it doesn't matter it's irrelevant
1: so do you feel like being with someone that's much younger than you myself uh influence your perspective or view on life
0: yeah yeah it has it reminds me Of the sweet ignorance of youth. Mm. So there are things to me that are obvious about life Mm
2: -hmm.
0: that I can't explain to you. And I can't explain it to you, even though I explain a lot of stuff to you Mm -hmm. and I share with you the advantage of my extra 18 years. Mm -hmm. But there are things that can't be explained. They have to be experienced. Yeah. So there are certain things that I just, and I know you're going to get to it. So observing you kind of going through certain things. And learning certain things, especially professionally, and I know we're gonna get we're gonna talk about the business and stuff, but especially professionally, I know that as much as I I feel like I provide you with a lot of shortcuts and a lot of knowledge to help you along, I I think that my guidance has certainly accelerated your growth as an entrepreneur. Mm -hmm. But there are certain things that I know there's no point.
2: Right. And
0: and I I would get in the past I would get more and more upset about it. I'm less upset about it now because I know you just need to go through it. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, I think that's what it is. I think observing your development, it yeah, it just kind of reminds me of myself also when I was younger, and the fact that I had to go through certain things.
1: I love the term ignorance because I feel like I'm trying to hold on to it a little bit longer. I think before I used to look at it as something negative, like I should know these things, and I should you no. know understand this, and I should and now I actually in a way, like, you're enjoying watching it, I'm enjoying experiencing it. I'm, like, enjoying the humbling experience of making the mistake and then learning from it and just kind of going that, you know, like, take life stage by stage. Because I feel like for a long time I tried to rush. And maybe because I was with you, maybe because... You're trying to catch up? Yeah, maybe because I'm like, oh, I want to make sure that, you know, we're kind of on the same level. And I think that something shifted for me I would say maybe this year where I was like, wait, no, no, no. This year? Yeah, because I, yeah, I was trying, like, something that I love about our age gap is because you have more experience, because you have more knowledge and wisdom, which actually, I don't know if it's because of the age gap. Like, I think you're just a very wise person in general, and that's what attracted me to you. Okay. I was trying to make sure that, you know, I can provide the same value as you um, in certain like aspects.
0: I understand what you're saying, but I, you know, I want to say something that i don't want to kind of i'm not trying to put myself down by saying it it's just i feel it's just a fact Mm -hmm. your capacity to learn is is better than mine like you're a faster learner than me Mm -hmm. your capacity to take in knowledge process it and apply it you're just faster at it than i am Mm -hmm. so just because i've been around longer that doesn't make me better at figuring things out so at this point I'm better at you than figuring things out, mm-hmm. but it's not because I'm able to process information better than you. Like whatever whatever we're working on, it's already yeah. happened to me seventeen times. So yeah. I can take the information. I can t- I remember the information from actually doing stuff mm-hmm. and apply it to a current situation, whereas you can take new information and process it much quicker than I can. I don't know why you just are, and you just have a natural skill. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say I'm probably above average in terms mm-hmm. of my ability to like process in information and then come up with like and and solve problems with that information. But you're like way above average. You're exponentially above average. And I, and I feel that's why you're successful in what you do because I, I, and and I I recognize that in you. Mm -hmm. And by the way, I didn't see that in you when I proposed. Right. So I didn't, I didn't know that you're a genius, but you are.
1: Thank you. (laughs) I'm like, "Mm -hmm, yeah, correct. I wanted to touch on the ignorance. I'm, I'm really enjoying it. I guess we, both of us, we get reached out by quite a few people that are in relationship with an age gap asking for advice or asking for any kind of things to look out for. Do you ever answer those? Yeah. Like with Yeah, what do, I do you try say? To, I
0: try to answer as much as I can, time permitting, but what do I say? I think the first thing, and I think like kind of like as a like a foundational element mm. to this is that you absolutely have to not care what people think. So I think the stress that people have from being in a relationship that have like an age gap, but any relationship that's uncommon. It could be an interracial relationship. Mm -hmm. I don't know, different ethnicities, whatever Mm -hmm. it is. Um, Cultures, yeah. Culture, political opinions, whatever.
1: There's a There's a
0: million different things. Regardless of what it is, the thing is is that if you're happy in that relationship, that's your relationship. And a relationship really does come down to the two people that are in it. Mm -hmm. And so my advice to people when they talk about an age gap and actually people have reached out to me also about like ethnicity differences and whatnot mm-hmm. and my first thing that i say to them as like a foundational element is you you first the first thing you need to do is not care what other people think yeah and i believe i firmly believe that in the relationship that you're in and regardless of what the differences are if you stop caring what other people think you're gonna you're gonna basically eliminate 95 percent of the problem of, that exists with that relationship right so that's it 95 percent of it is stopping to care what other people think mm-hmm. the fact that i don't care at all what other people think or the fact that i'm older than you at all all of those nasty comments on social media they don't even phase me at all
1: i think because we just we just have something so unique and so special like i really feel like this marriage was meant to be you know what i mean
0: i agree i, I just think i think i think we just tra- it's tra- look. The correct relationship yeah. transcends age and everything else. Yeah. However, from a practical perspective, there are limits. Yeah. Right. So when I hear about people with like a thirty-five year age difference.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah, like that's just going to be problematic. Mm-hmm. I feel there there are negatives even to our age difference. Mm-hmm. But I think the more you go. But the more I, the problem is going to be. I
1: didn't, I didn't think, like I didn't take to consideration those realistic practical things when we got married. Because you, you, know? were, you
0: were 20. You didn't, yeah, I was yeah, 20. Even
1: now, I feel like you talk about mortality way more than I do. And you, <laughs> especially since you turned 50.
0: That's one of those things that I can't explain to you that you're going to have to live and figure it out on your own. Because yeah. when you're going to be this age,
1: mm-hmm.
0: you're also going to be thinking about it. And it's less mortality. You know what it is? It's mortality and succession. So, Mm -hmm. I need to make sure that you and the kids are okay. Mm -hmm. So, that's something that's on the front of my mind at all times. You also start, when you get older, you also start thinking like, you start taking inventory of your life like, what haven't I done yet? Or Mm -hmm. what should I have done? Or am I not successful enough at a certain, you know, these certain aspects of life? And so, it, you know, you don't have that yet. Yeah. And there's no way a 32-year-old would. I certainly didn't. The yeah. world was my oyster at 32. I was like, you know, I didn't think of these things. But you have to start, th- you, you, not that you have to, you naturally will start thinking of these. And I think that's a big divide when we talk about the differences in our age. From a, a mentality perspective, that's, I think, one of the really big differences.
1: Yeah, I think the urgency that you have, right. I don't feel yet.
0: Especially in the business. Yeah. But with the business, it's not only because of my age. Mm but it's also because of my experience in business mm-hmm. all those years before I met you mm-hmm. that I understand the urgency of business cuz I had made a mistake of being comfortable in one of my early businesses that we were making you know decent money with we were making good money with and I got comfortable and I should have been progressing and I probably lost 8 years of hard like pro- of progress yeah. because I got comfortable cuz I didn't know yeah. and so I'm always rushing you because I know you're going to come to the same conclusion when you get to where I am yeah, and you're gonna, and I don't want you to look back and say I should have done more. That's why I push you so hard in business.
1: I know. I, I actually, I value that a lot, and I love it, and I love hearing your introspections about your own journey and your own experience. Some of them I may not understand because just from sheer experience and, and, and s- age, and
0: some of them you may not agree with, and that's fine yeah, too. Yeah, and some I
1: may not agree with. I agree, but I think it gives me such a different perspective on life. My Growth in certain areas, the one that I decide to accelerate my growth in are obviously like those areas benefiting Mm -hmm. from that a lot. Okay, so speaking of the business, because we do work together, Mm -hmm. I think that, you know, the dynamic of married couples also working together and building something is a complex one at times. So we've been working together now for how long?
0: Seven Seven years? years? In a business capacity. I mean, we were working together. From the day we met, we, were, we we worked to get married, we worked on our life, we, we worked on decorating, we worked on everything together.
1: Yeah. But how do, let's actually rewind a little bit and talk about how we got into business together. Because when I started with social media, I didn't start it from a place of like, oh, this is a business. And with your experience, um, you actually came one time to me and you're like, hey, what are you doing? You know, you saw that I was kind of doing YouTube a little bit here and there I filming. saw money
0: came in, come on. We you know saw, what happened, yeah. You
1: saw money came in, but you also saw that I was doing something and you're like, what is this? And when I showed it to you, based on your kind of knowledge of the media industry, of the internet business, you're like, this is, this is something. This is big.
0: So let's back up for a second. Mm. I want to I back up for a second. And I've told you this a lot of times, so this isn't going to be a surprise to you. When you and I got married, it's from the day we met, yeah, And I decided you're going to be my wife. It never crossed my mind what you would do professionally. It didn't cross my mind. I never thought about it. You know what I mean? So yeah. to me, it's just like, I always thought as a man and as a traditional man, I'm going to work and you're going to do, I didn't think I'm going to work and you're going to stay at home. I yeah. thought I'm going to work and you're going to do whatever you want. Yeah. That was my intention to give you that life from day one. So to me, the fact that this happened and I saw it I spent some time kind of on my own and I thought, okay, <laughs> like now she's going to have to work. Like, am I okay with her working? But then I thought, I was like looking around and I saw everything that was going on in social media and I thought, if she's going to do something, this is the thing to do because not only is this like, I think going to be a big hit financially, but this is cool. Like this is cool and fun and interesting mm-hmm. and I imagine this life for you where you're a huge celebrity. I'm glad you don't cringe when I say that anymore. So that's progress. I envision that you're going to be this huge celebrity, super influential, um, helping millions of people. And I'm like, this is it. This is what Valeria was meant to do. And oddly enough, this is what I was meant to do. I was meant to be the support and the catalyst to get it done. Because Mm -hmm. it's funny because then I realized my purpose when I saw how talented you were at the time and still are, obviously, and I was like, this is my purpose.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And I had met Chris Jenner about maybe a year and a half prior to that. Mm-hmm. So I had met her for some other business dealings, and I was actually in her home twice. And I met with her and I remember it so vividly. Like we were in her, you know, we were in the kind of main area of her house. And then we went to her office and in her office, you know, I was sitting there and her phone kept ringing, you know, she's this whole momager thing. And I saw the photos on the walls. It wasn't photos. It was framed magazine covers of all of her children. So Kim was there and Chloe and all of them. North, North ran in. That was cool. When North ran in, I was like, oh my God, it's like, I didn't think it's, it's North, it's Kanye's daughter. But but anyways, <laughs> that's, that's a different story. But the point is, is that in meeting with Chris, I saw this business and I was fascinated by it.
2: Mm-hmm. I
0: was fascinated, and you hadn't even—you weren't even doing any social media at that time. But then, fast forward, maybe you were. but No,
2: I think I was already. You, yeah,
0: I, I didn't pay. I, it wasn't in my scope of vision. Yeah, yet. and then you know, whatever it was, like a, a year later, this happened, and I had that flashback to my time with Chris, and I actually spent some time with Kim mm-hmm. at Chloe's house, and we talked, and I just kind of felt, even though it was brief, but I, mm-hmm. I kind of felt the infrastructure, and I felt. The mm-hmm. business side of it, you know? Mm-hmm. And so when you started making content, that was the genesis of like, okay, this is what she's going to do. This is what Valeria is going to do. This is what she was born to do. And I got very aggressive in terms of like, we have to push this through. We have to push this through. And I was also in between businesses. I had a business that folded, that was shut down right before that. And I was like, it's perfect. This, this is, is fate. Yeah. This was meant to happen. Yeah, Because I had in that business that, that uh, shut down, I had gained a lot of knowledge about media in general mm-hmm. and like the data behind media and all the KPIs that drive it. And then you did this, and I remembered Chris and Kim, and I was just like, it was, everything it was just coming came together. together. And I remember I said to you, Valeria, you are going to be the Oprah of your generation. You're going to be a huge star. We're going to push this thing through. This is while we're sitting in like, a suburb of Toronto (laughs) living this suburban life with little kids. And I was just like, no, 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 that's it. You're, you're a star. You're going to be the biggest star ever. You truly
1: are the visionary between us. That's for sure. You thought I was crazy. Honestly, I still think you're crazy at times, but I think that's what works in our dynamic. And um, to touch on your point, first of all, I wanted to mention that I very much appreciate that when we got married, you didn't, in our relationship, it wasn't like, okay, what do you do? How do you contribute? Uh, you know, what do you do for work? Do you are you gonna go back to school? Like, I I shared with you that I'm kind of like I don't, you know, I'm interested in this and this and this. But you created this space for me to explore what I liked, and you know, I actually got to touch different interests of mine, like with a holistic nutrition, with all these different things. When I was doing that, I was like, again, you created the space where I was like, I have the freedom to try these different things and that. to. See see where I'm good at and what I'm not so good at and things like that. And that's how I got into social media. So I had the time, I had the luxury to do that. And I really, I really appreciate that. Uh, But once you did recognize that, oh, like you're, you're talented in this, and this is something that will, you know, be a huge thing. And you pressed on it, I think, and we started working together. That's when we had, I think the most kind of, um, how do you say it? How do you say this? It's not even conflict, but it was challenging to find the balance of like the business and our family life. It wasn't for me, it wasn't for you because I feel like for you, it's all together. But for me, I needed that separation,
0: yeah, but that's I feel that that's like a that's like a nostalgic look at it where oh, we have to separate work from life and blah blah blah, blah, blah it is very to, old
1: school. But at the time, that's not, what I need it's not old
0: school. I think it's just an ignorant way to look at life to me, look to me, There's one
1: thing.
0: (laughs) To me, there's one thing, right? There's one thing.
1: Yeah.
0: The one thing to me is the benefit to the family. So to me, the benefit to the family is the one thing. So that's one thing. So, no, I'm going to explain it to you. Yeah, okay.
1: I'm going to explain it to you. Okay.
0: Right now, you and I just got back from Anguilla. Yeah. Right? And in Anguilla, we actually, we reconnected. We had some time together. Yeah. The kids weren't with us. We didn't have a lot of kind of work stuff. We actually, we had a, we had a really nice time. So to me, the benefit of that trip in Anguilla was that you and I reconnected and we're happier. Because we're happier, the kids are happier. Yeah. Because we're happier, the business progresses No, I know, better. but you're talking so about it's now. All, no, no, but hold on. Yeah. It's all, no, I'll get to it. So mm. it's all, to, it's all work. The benefit of us going and relaxing on that trip, even though on the surface, it appeared to be a pleasure trip and it was for us just to be together. Yeah. But it, it contributes to the benefit of our family. We're sitting in this podcast right now. This is our business. This is our work. This yeah. is contributing to the benefit of the family. Yeah. Right? When we're making a deal with a brand, it contributes to the benefit of the family. When you and I are talking about business. I know. I think it, you're, so to you're me, answering. To me, everything flows into the same place. Yeah,
1: but you're answering something different. I feel like, first of all, the na I'm sorry. That was annoying.
0: That's <laughs> you okay. Said,
1: you said the ignorance. I was like. You don't, have to, you don't whatever. but um to me, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about our relationship as a husband and wife, moving from that way of being of a husband and wife to moving now of you and I running a business. I'm the talent, and you're kind of the you're more you know, than
0: you're more than the talent. No, but. more
1: than the talent. But you were you were very much pushing. I didn't know where to push. I was pushing on my talent, but you were pushing on all these different things in in the business, right? Like we built an infrastructure, yeah. and you were very much heading that you know um, evolution of the business. But when you would come to me, and you know. Let's say during dinner, and we're talking about you know a deal or something that we disagree on. There was quite a bit of tension, tension between us. Yeah, in the beginning of the business, because back then it was you, me, and one employee. I think right. Mm-hmm. We had Emma that was doing video, and that's it. So that was difficult for. I me.
0: loved doing invoices. Invoices was my favorite.
1: <laughs> you were you were better at it than I was.
0: That's no, for sure. I clearly was better at it than you, but. <laughs> It's like the thing I hate doing the most. Shout out to Kieran, our CFO. <laughs>
1: I know, but back then, like that was challenging for me because we were like you know running our household together very tightly, yeah. and then now we're also running the business very tightly. It was a lot for me
0: because at the time you subscribed to tradi- to traditional um, male female roles in a marriage. That was your thought pattern, because that's what you knew. that that's what you knew growing up that a man does this, a woman does this, they they separate to accomplish their separate goals, then they come back together to have their personal life and to raise children. yeah, so you I were had that you were in living my head. in that you were living in yeah. that societal box that was created for you. Whereas for me, I grew up in a very different situation where I didn't have like a stable family unit. Mm-hmm. so to me, There's just, I'm like unidirectional. It's just, we have to achieve. We have to achieve, we have to uh, gain, we have to do, you know. So to me, I don't have these boundaries that, these artificial boundaries that society created that you subscribe to. I don't have them. Yeah. To me, it's just like benefit all the time. Chase benefit, whether it's health, money, uh, evolution, spirituality, whatever benefits us, we just go for. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't have these constructs that I subscribe to.
1: I, you definitely changed that a lot for me because yeah, it's true. I had a very specific idea in my head of how everything needs to go down, and when it didn't, it was very difficult for me to reorganize the way I envision my life um, and our life together.
0: I had to learn a lot too, because for me, I saw the, I saw the path clearly Mm -hmm. and I would push you and I saw that you would resist Mm -hmm. and I had to learn. And I think the tensions got less when I had to learn to let you learn at your own pace. And then you would meet me where I was already standing, waiting for you. Yeah. And I think we've gotten there. And I think, I think we've done, we've had a lot of progress, a
1: lot of progress i mean mean, it's been also seven years i'm happy that there is
0: but most (laughs) of the progress progress has been recently
1: yes a lot of breakthroughs yeah you never had any reservation about us working together
0: It never crossed my mind
1: were you scared when you decided to really go all in into kind of my personal brand because i feel like you mentioned that you were in between businesses, but you're already doing your own thing. You know, you had your own entrepreneurial path. Did it not scare you to lean into this so heavily?
0: Was scare me? What do you mean? Like, what what would I be? Scared your
1: identity, of? Um, your again, uh, you know, you're,
0: you're subscribing to some construct that was taught to you that doesn't exist. Okay, for so me.
1: talk, walk me through it. So you didn't have any reservation to really go all in into this business and like putting me as like, I this is, this is the phase. This is the brand.
0: For the effort and time mm-hmm. that either you and, or I would put into it, the maximum yield financially would be from this. So that was just a very simple, like that was, that was right. my feeling. So when I kind of looked all over at what the opportunities were at that time,
2: mm-hmm.
0: I was just like, this is the op- the best opportunity right now. So where I'm going to put my effort is here. Yeah. So Valeria has time. I now have time. We want to make money. We want to achieve. This is the best and most efficient use of our time to create something that's going to have value. What that item was, the fact that it was your personal brand, whatever. Okay. That cool.
1: didn't, that yeah. wasn't a, so that was one aspect yeah. to it.
0: And then the other the, the other aspect to it was I felt that it was I was very motivated by the early feedback from the audience.
2: Mm.
0: You know, like when people were like, oh, Yo, Valeria, we love you, you helped me, blah, 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 blah. I, I read, and I still do, I read every single comment, even the nasty ones. And I read them all, and that really motivates me. When mm. people, especially young women, talk about how much you help them and how you motivate them and how you inspire them, that's really fuel for me. That, that you know. So when it was happening in the early days, that to me, I knew we were on the right path. Any venture I had before that, it was always like, only about the money. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And the value that I would provide, I knew I needed to create value in order to make money. Right. But what was driving the creation of that value in any of my businesses was making money. Right. But I discovered with you something new that. Yes, I knew I had to create value. You and I had to create value through your content in order to make money, but the creation of the value also gave me satisfaction. Right. Whereas in my past businesses, the creation of value didn't give me satisfaction. Mm. The only satisfaction they gave me was they led to making money. Here, the value that you create and that I help you create through the structuring and through all the stuff that, you know, I've done is that we're actually creating value that is meaningful to the world. And my perspective changed on creating meaningful value versus values strictly engineered for financial gain mm-hmm. is that now we have children mm-hmm. and now as they become more college sentient in terms of their consciousness as they become as they awaken more from being children and they start being really conscious of the, their surroundings i have a huge value yeah in them looking at what you and i are doing yeah and being like Those are my parents. Yeah. And setting that example for them. So my priorities have shifted since we had children. Mm -hmm. So I see a lot. That's why I love this business. Yeah. That's why I love what you're doing. Do you think we would
1: have worked together if it wasn't this? Do you think we would have gone into business together? I don't know. I guess we'll never know.
0: (laughs) Remember when Kanye said, What what would happen if I stopped winning? I guess we'll never never know. know.
1: Okay, let's talk about um, kind of the evolution of our business. Because when we started, and I was actually, I had a podcast recording last week, and I was talking about it. I was talking about how... With who? With Liv, <laughs> thank you. I was I had a uh, recording last week with Liv Perez, and we were talking about building a legacy brand. And it's interesting because her perspective was like, you know, Valeria, it feels like you're not just a content creator, just like an influencer, there's something like bigger behind it. Mm. She also said like, I didn't know you have, you know, the, this whole company and the whole infrastructure. And that's when, you know, that idea of like, we're building a legacy brand really kind of came out out of me. Sure. We talk about it often. But, but I knew it I from don't day one. We talk about it often, but I never voiced it like that, you know? And for me, it was a big shift. Let's talk about how and when we decided to move from, you know, Looking at it as like, oh, I create videos on YouTube. To we're building a media company.
0: Uh, What do you mean? For me, it was right away. It was right away as soon as I decided to put my time into it. It was a business. Yeah, for me.
1: I guess for me it was a slower. That's like so interesting, and I think that's why there was (laughs) a a lot of. uh, I have to give it to you. You were you were very patient. You know, because no, but I was
0: always also, I was also very aggressive too. I
1: I do get asked all the time if we we're represented by external agencies because a lot of you know it's a big industry now the influencer or the creator economy and there's so many external agencies and when we started um, I remember we probably were signed to an agency for like two weeks.
0: Not exclusive. If Not it wasn't, exclusive. It was more than two weeks, but they wanted exclusivity, and I yeah. said no.
1: Again, thanks to your kind of experience. You just very early on recognized that we need to build everything in-house because the way we want things to be done won't be done by other people. That wasn't why. So why?
0: Well, I just thought we could do a better job of doing whatever they said that they were going to do. We could do a better job ourselves. Yeah. Like, for example, when an agency said, give us your inbox and we're going to take your deals and negotiate on your behalf. I said, you're not going to negotiate better than me. And they said, No, no, we will. Like, they didn't know kind of my background. They said, No, 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 we're gonna we're really good. I'm like, okay. And I humored them. Yeah. And I said, Great, I want you I wanna I want you to CC me on all the emails. I mm-hmm. wanna see what you're saying. Mm-hmm. And so when they would respond, their response was so weak when yeah. a brand would reach out.
1: They didn't know they're dealing with a salesperson. No,
0: I understand. But like their response was just so weak. They weren't positioning it to close. They weren't they weren't trying to extract value, they weren't asking the right questions. They just weren't doing it right. Yeah. So I said there's no way you guys are getting the inbox. So if you want to go non-exclusive, whatever deals you bring us, you can bring them to me. I'll look I'll look at them and then I'll bring them to Valeria and we'll decide if we want to do them. But there's no way you're managing you're not running our deals.
1: Yeah, I think that in general, um, historically and currently, I think that I'm so proud of the organization we built and the people that you know we have that run all the different departments in our business that every time we try to do anything with external um, it doesn't really work for us because we kind of have our own way of doing things at this point. Like we created our own right,
0: but it's not it's not for everybody. Look, I also think that with external organizations, you're leaving your fate in their hands. Yeah, you're basically sitting around and waiting for them to bring you opportunities. Mm-hmm. And the thing is is that when you're dealing with an agency, and there's nothing wrong, with, we work with a lot of agencies, so I'm not going to sit here and like talk no, talk, but that's talk different. Badly about no, them. no,
1: no, that's different. but
0: they they bring us deals, right. And then you know, we work with them. But the thing is, is that with an agency, it's that if you're waiting for an agency to bring you opportunities, the problem with that is they're also bringing opportunities to hundreds of other yeah. talent. Yeah. So you know you don't even know, but you're competing in this pool and they're going to bring it to whoever is most beneficial for the client and for themselves, which is what they should be doing. Yeah. Why create an additional layer of competition? So we're already competing for the brand's attention to come to us. Mm-hmm. now you want to put it through a, another layer which is another company and now in that company you're competing because they're going to decide who to give the deal to whether it's you or to another influencer yeah. so it may, it never made any sense to me
1: I mean when I was modeling and I was with agencies it was the one thing that really burned me it was really difficult for me
0: I was blown away I remember you, ta- you would tell me yeah, I did this job a year ago I'm still waiting to get paid I'm yeah. like what are you talking about you did that a year crazy. ago what I do you know. mean you're waiting to get paid
1: I hated that whole thing uh, and there was a lot of politics. There was a lot of like relationship keeping. You know, like mm-hmm. there's always someone that kind of is in charge of your sure of your success. Uh, so that was. I feel like once we started building our own infrastructure, I think that was the most the thing that I am the most proud of, and that makes me feel we did
0: that from the beginning.
1: Yeah, makes me feel free. Uh, let's talk about our each of our areas of expertise because I mentioned how in the beginning when we started working together, it was myself, you, and a videographer slash editor.
0: Oh, in the beginning it was you and me. We hired we hired Emma. Yeah. We hired Emma. Before Emma, we had brand deals and before Emma we were creating, yeah, was just we were creating content. I
1: remember I used to like hire hourly these like Random what are you talking young about? Girls.
0: I, was, I was shooting you everywhere we went. No,
1: no. You see, you, you don't had, even know. That was Nori. before you were part of this. You had
0: Nori shooting you in front yes, of the house. Yes, that is
1: correct. Nori our, used to take my nanny. garage photos. Bless Nori, my queen. I hired, I remember a couple of times, these young girls that I would find randomly on Instagram being like, hey, can you assist me for the day? And we would like take brand pictures okay. or whatever. And then you started working with me. You were taking my pictures and you were very much resistant to it. Um, but then you got better. I, come on, give me the credit. I made you the Instagram husband.
0: No, you did. the Because you didn't tell me what you were doing because we would go out for dinner and you're like, okay, you got to take a picture of me. I took a picture. I'm like, okay, here's a picture. No, 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 it's not like this. You got to get the light like this. You got to do this. You gotta put the angle in. Blah. I'm like, it's, I didn't understand it was for business. So right. I was like, why are we doing this? I go, can we just go to dinner? We're here to meet people. Everyone's waiting inside. We're already late. Right. Now you want to stand outside the restaurant? I mean, you want me to do a photo shoot? For what purpose? Valeria, come on, let's go.
1: <laughs> yes, but you you were trained uh, pretty well and pretty fast, and you caught up with it. And then we got Emma in for our to do editing and video. Correct. And then slowly we started adding people in. But again, we used to work very not, closely not together. So slowly,
0: but okay. I mean it was all kind of in conjunction with the revenue that was coming in. Yeah. So as sales came in, we decided to reinvest, continue to reinvest back into expertise.
1: Yeah. And what that helped was to slowly build out a company and slowly build um, the separation of work, of our departments. Like we each decided, okay, this is what you're in charge of. And this is what I'm in charge of. And I think that helped us a lot, at least for me. I think that's what I needed. I just needed like, okay, I need my own kind of agency to do the things that I want to do creatively where you can, I can come to you and ask for your opinion, but you're not in it, you know? And then for you on the business side and on all these different initiatives that you are trying to push through, you don't need me to constantly, you know? You
0: know what the difference between you and me is? Yes, tell me. I don't care.
1: I know that you don't care. It makes care. no You're difference very, to me. I and that's d- a wonderful, that's great for me because it's so easy to be yeah. married to you.
0: I do whatever needs to be done. So something needs to be done, I do it.
1: You're some so things bad that and I, practical. Th-
0: some things that I hate doing, yeah. like taking care of like renovations in the house, I'm pretty vocal about the fact that I hate it. Very And I'm vocal. upset at myself for being as vocal. I should just suck it up and be a man and do it anyways. But You did it, buy
1: a hammer and the thing.
0: I bought a little hammer, yeah. yeah. It's a small one. You did Yeah. Agree. But my point is, is that, I just do what needs to be done. So if you need me to be creative and take pictures, I can be creative. And I think I'm pretty good creatively. You and are. I can, I can take pictures and be creative. I can do videos. And by the way, the top performing videos are ones that I shot when you didn't even know I was shooting. So like, <laughs> I nobody captures you like me. So I, I just do whatever it takes. So when you ask about kind of the delineation between our roles.
1: It's not like there's a complete segregation but there is like we eat we each have our own kind of expertise if that makes sense yeah, we do. and then we both work together when needed for different projects yes for sure. this is
0: this is the case but it's irrelevant to me so if i needed to be beside you for 12 hours a day and shooting content with you uh, shooting content for you if i I'm whatever just trying
1: to answer the question why that's you... okay
0: no, we're having a, qu- are we not having a discussion is the I goal guess. to answer the question or to have a discussion
1: We're having a discussion, but your discussion is, I don't care. I'm trying to understand what your area of expertise.
0: So tell me, my expertise is if something needs to be done, (laughs) I become an expert at it. That's my expertise. Whatever needs to get done, Gary takes care of it. You know, people sometimes ask me, what do you do? Like, what do you do for a living? Yeah. My answer is whatever it takes. Whatever it takes. That's what I do. I don't know.
1: You and Celine have lots in common. There you
0: go. There you go. I don't know. What do I do? I So if you're asking me practically what I do? No, no, no. I mean, Just, as, of, yeah. as of now, Rachel runs the day-to-day, which mm-hmm. she does very effectively. Mm-hmm. But Rachel and I worked very closely together for three years. It's actually funny. She texted me today and she's like, you and I haven't talked in a while, which is a good thing, which means that you know everything Rachel is running is smooth. CEO, Rachel's our way. CEO. Yeah, she goes, which is a good thing because it means that everything's running smoothly. Yeah, but I'd like to just catch up with you, and I love it when she does that because like it's like she knows that I'm busy doing what I do and you're busy and, and she she caught up with me. So at this point, yeah, like I I continue to oversee things and I started my own podcast, which you know I'm 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 really happy that I'm doing. It's literally the first time in my life where I've started doing something with zero understanding of whether it's going to make money or not.
1: I know. I love it. I think you needed it.
0: It's fulfilling to me because I enjoy the subject matter that I'm talking about, and I enjoy the people that I'm talking about, and I'm I'm really enjoying the connections that I'm making. Mm. Like I, well, you know, like we had dinner with. um, John and Ksenia, and I interviewed Mm -hmm. interviewed John from Curated, from the car dealership, Mm -hmm. and he has these classic cars and stuff. Such a fascinating guy and such a fun story. This is somebody who, like, you know, we're friends now. Yeah, And it's it's great. But anyways, yeah.
1: I feel like that helped us, building that structure helped us to kind of separate our own roles, and now it's different. I feel like now we kind of went up to a different level. Uh, Because even three years ago, we were operating differently than the way we operate now, where, to your point, now you're even higher on the like overseeing. And now it's kind of Rachel and I that are more in it and uh, every day. And then you're just kind of, which was the goal. So listen,
0: for the record, I think it took some time, but I'm very happy with the way everything's going. But when shit goes down, then I I step in and I take care of it. I'm a firefighter. I take, I take care of it. Yeah. But it's rare because it's gotta be like a five alarm fire. And Mm -hmm. that's when I step in. But Mm -hmm. everything, like Rachel's taking, she probably takes care of five alarm fires that don't even get to me to her credit. yeah. So I'm only taking care of stuff that really like comes across my desk.
1: How do we actually deal with disagreements on the business side and not let it affect our kind of personal lives? You know,
0: the thing is, is that they're not, there's no such thing. There's no disagreements. They're not. I'll I'll tell you why they're not. Because you and I have the common goal. You and I have a common goal to win. Mm-hmm. For you and I to win as a couple, as individuals, for our kids to win, for everybody to win and everything to get better. So the top line kind of goal, there's no disagreement there. Mm-hmm. It's within that goal, what are the things that happen that we don't see eye to eye on? Yeah. But the goal is the same. So we disagree, we sorry, we agree on what's important. Yes. You know, it's how to get there. Yeah. We may want to kind of steer it. In a bit of a different way so i think the first thing is when you're asking me how do we do it the first thing is first identifying Mm -hmm. that the high level goal we're in agreement on Mm
1: -hmm.
0: once you decide that you're in agreement on the high level goal and what we're doing and how like what we want to do to get there
1: yeah kind of work backwards Then everything else is
0: kind of simple yeah so the first thing we do just like we do in all aspects of our life is I drop my ego, and so do you. Mm-hmm. So none of our discussions are ego driven.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: We don't care who wins the debate on how to do something. We care about getting to to the solution. And for both of us, whether we get there, and it's
1: I'm still working on it.
0: You I still have an ego about it.
1: Sometimes I feel like I still have resistance. Like I feel like I just want to be like, no, I said that.
0: I some I feel like sometimes you just want to be resistant because you just.
1: Just for the fancies of it. No, I just think you're still
0: you're still trying to prove to yourself, not even to me. Right. You're still trying to prove to yourself something, but I don't think. Yeah, it's. I've seen much worse. You're you're good.
1: But yeah, I definitely think that we we work backwards because I think we're so aligned on the big vision, we're able to have the kind of communication that takes us step by step of what we need to. Align with in order to get a resolution. And I think that working together, now that I actually think about it, the fact that we work together, I think improved us and our communication and the way we handle life on like on our personal life, the way we run our household, the way we raise our kids. I think it definitely... Optimize. I don't know if that's a the word, but I don't
0: think it's perfect.
1: I mean it will never be.
0: But I'm excited to see progress. Yeah. I'm excited to see progress in our home life, in our business, with our children.
1: They're mm-hmm. not C
0: students as you thought they were. They're actually all A, they're all straight A students. Okay, I have
1: to tell a, <laughs> So we're in Anguilla, we're having dinner. You're such, we're a, you're, su-
0: you're such a Jewish mom, it's unbelievable.
1: I think I'm just a mom, a mom, no. I don't know. Anyway, no. we're sitting at dinner. I look at Gary, we're having like a wonderful dinner, right? There's nothing wrong. Everything was wonderful. And I'm like, you know, our kids are failing school. And you're like, what? What are you talking about? I'm like, yeah, I remember seeing their report cards because we never really sat down and talked about it.
0: We didn't talk about it, but I reviewed the report cards. I know I he just reviewed, reviewed it. it four months ago, so I didn't remember the exact. Right, rates. but I
1: was like, there are a few Cs for both of them, and you're like, no way, that's not. There's no way. Show it to me, and I pulled it up, and we're. I'm just like, I'm all getting all riled up. I'm like, how are we going to handle this? First what we are checked, we going to do? First, we checked Ben. So first we check Ben, Gary, because he's holding the phone. You're looking at the thing, and you looked at me like, are you okay? Look, <laughs> and it's all like A plus, A plus, A plus.
0: He had no. He had a couple had of one, A's, and he A's. had one A minus.
1: Wild, wow, he, A-. he had an A in
0: what I don't remember. Who cares? It's an Anyways, A, it's we not, need to talk it's about not, it. <laughs> we don't.
1: <laughs> but then we open Jake, you open Jake, and everything like same thing, right? It's all like in the A's. They're you, both straight A students, yeah. And you just look at me like you need to. I felt silly, yeah. I you think were, I you, imagined you
0: were you were silly, you're basically, <laughs> but that was our, I don't know, but you're basically navigating the way you talk to our children with the mentality that. They're really bad at school. It's where no, in reality, they're really good at school.
1: They're not, but I don't want them to feel too comfortable anyways. But you know, no, it's like
0: they don't feel comfortable.
1: I don't know if how it was for you, but when I used to come back from school and I would get, I don't know like eighty five and I was like, yes, this is amazing. I don't know what it is in or C's, I, I don't know B minus or something or b eighty five. yeah,
0: that, I don't know, that might be an b+ a that might be an A minus.
1: Anyways, I would come to, I'd be like, look at this, mom, dad, look what I did. And they're like, why not A plus? No, that's
0: just them. But.
1: but that's a very like Soviet mentality. That's also something, the word balance, I feel like a lot of people ask us about balance, how we balance this, like being together, um, working together and then having kids and then, you know, having our relationship as a husband and wife and all the thing and <laughs> to,
0: to me it's not balanced. To me again, it's the same thing. I'm always on. It's to me it's I'm I'm level. It's always the same thing. When I'm talking to our kids or I'm disciplining them or anything that I'm doing with them, I'm in the same mindset as when I'm speaking with any member of our team about getting a deal done or Mm -hmm. getting some logistics done or i'm speaking to you about planning our next trip or um i don't know any of the things that i do on a regular basis or when i'm sitting and hosting my own podcast or when i'm a guest on yours Mm -hmm. to me it's all the same thing i have the same mindset in everything i do
1: i think you're slowly getting into my head like i'm slowly getting more level-headed because of your practicality to life i'm like it's 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 rubbing on me. I don't know
0: how practical I am because a practical person would still be living in Toronto with you and the kids and we wouldn't have moved to Miami and done this crazy thing.
1: Okay, so not practical. So how do you call it?
0: You just got to get shit done. I don't know. Like It's the mindset and the mentality that you need to have on a regular basis Yeah. to get shit done. And that's it.
1: Ooh, okay. Let's talk about our achievements. Do we celebrate? Do you feel like we celebrate our achievements? No. I know. Why don't we do that?
0: I'll tell you why we don't do that. We don't do that because for me... When we achieve something, yeah. I don't think it's extraordinary. Extra, I, like we're supposed to achieve stuff. I don't know. Like, oh, we made this big sale. I'm happy that we made the sale. And I congratulate the team members who were involved in making that. I congratulate the whole team. And, I, right. and I'm and i very proud of them and I'm and I'm very happy about it. But like, I'm not sitting there throwing a party in my head. I'm just like, we're, I don't know, we're supposed to do that. Let's say our business grows one year and have like an extraordinary growth. Yeah. And it grows. And it was like, look, we grew, we grew. I'm like, yeah. okay, well, you're supposed to grow. I don't right. know.
1: Well, I think that for me, the reason why we don't celebrate achievements is I think we're celebrating the day-to-day. Like I honestly, I I thought about it today. I woke up this morning and I'm just like, I'm so excited. Today we have this and this and this. And I feel like in a way I'm celebrating a little bit like every day. So I agree, the big stuff, like the big sales or milestones or follower count or whatever it is, or something goes viral, that's not like a thing that excites me per se, like it's not something that I would celebrate. It's something that is just kind of a green light for me. Like, okay, keep on going. Listen,
0: I'm, I'm grateful that we're doing what we're doing. I think, honestly, I think we're, we're so cool. I think this is the, <laughs> no, we are. I think this is such a cool thing that we're doing. Like it is, it's cool. And I really feel it, you know what I enjoy? What? And to me, I'm, I have micro celebrations. So when-
1: That's yeah. what I said.
0: No, okay, but I'm just saying. Okay, it. Okay, so saying you also I,
1: have micro celebration. So
0: no, no, no. You now um. you're you're using my. The, I <laughs> called it micro celebrations. Oh, you also have my. No, I said it. <laughs> I said it. Me, it's okay. my term. Micro celebration. Okay.
2: okay.
0: Um, so so when it? you get stopped. Yeah. And I've told you this in the past. When you get stopped by followers, when we're in when we're in like a public place like just at the airport it was happening. I was playing it cool. I was like sitting there eating my sandwich and uh and this this girl ran up to you. She's like, "My God, Valeria, I love you so much." To me, that's such a that's a celebration to me. That's a big win for me mm. when I can see the emotion in real life versus just like a comment like in, you know, in the comments. When I see emotion in real life, how people react to you, that's a that's a celebration to me.
1: I mean I remember specifically when we were in Dubai and we were at that party. Oh,
0: I didn't think you remember that. You of were so embarrassed.
1: No, you were literally crying. Yeah. Yeah, we because were, of the reaction so we the, from
0: the because of yeah. the reaction from those people, yeah.
1: We were at this party, it was an after party. We were walking through and this woman, this sweet woman stops me and she just she, Honestly, she said the nicest things. She stopped
0: us. She was talking to both of us.
1: Right, she was talking to both of us and she said the nicest things and all I see in the corner of my eye is Gary standing there and his eyes are getting all like welled up with tears. You're literally about to cry. Yeah.
0: Yeah, because it means that You're much so to me. Cute. I'll cry now too. Because <laughs> it mean it means that much to me. We it love does. a man that cries. Yeah, no, it means a lot to me. And when the to see the reaction that people have from the effort that you and to a smaller degree me put into this. It's a satisfaction I've never felt before with with strictly financial gain. Yeah,
2: I agree. It's just
0: incredible. It's very special. And you know, it's funny because even when I talk to people that I've known for many years, the level of respect that I feel like they feel for for me and you is just very satisfying because it's not the it's not the same when someone's just like really successful financially. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's different because they have this lens and they can see you know, a, a filtered version of Our lives through the content, people are just really connecting to you, so Mm -hmm. it just makes me really happy. So
2: you, thank you, but
0: to me, that's the celebration. Yeah, the the financial milestones are great, so I'm just I'm just grateful overall. But I think that once we hit like a certain, because in my head, I I like I know where I want to take this with you, which required convincing because you didn't want it. You're like, I don't want that life. I don't want fame. I don't want all of this stuff. And I was like, no, no, no. Like this is good. This is. You know, this is the way it has to be, and to me, I, you know, I, I think when we hit that, I feel like this
1: journey also, like I'm telling you, everything is so happens for a reason. Why we work together and the business that we're in and everything that we do, because you see, I share with you a lot that I have these personal breakthroughs through actually our business and you know the work that I do every day. I have a lot of personal breakthroughs, and you know a lot of the kind of touch on how earlier in my career I was like, I don't want to be famous. I don't want to do this. You so saw that it, it came from a place of not believing in myself and not understanding myself worth and playing small that you just, you just recognize and you said like, I'm not having it. Like this is not, you're not, oh, your I, life is not going to be this small just because you don't believe in yourself.
0: I recently told you that you must be crazy if you think I'm not, I'm going to, allow you not to live up to your potential. I won't allow it. I just won't allow it. Yeah, it's, I, it's my personal responsibility and my mission. You have to live up to 100% of your potential, even more. You have to push yourself past what you think you can do and become more. And that's I feel that's the best thing that I can do for you. And that's the best thing from a legacy perspective mm-hmm. that I can leave behind,
2: mm-hmm. is to
0: put all my effort into making sure you're the absolute best version of yourself possible. I and, appreciate that. Yeah, no problem. And in make it, sure
1: you have enough left for the children. I was
0: well. You. That's that was the next sentence that was going to come out of my mouth is that now it's like I have to do that for the kids, so I have to multiply this effort by four. Yeah. And it's not a small task, right? To do this for four people, like you and you and our three boys, it's it's not a small thing. Mm-hmm. And so I'm realizing how important it is to do.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So I, that yeah, that's that's kind of the that's the goal. Let me see what's next. Hold on. Do you influence each other's style? Any funny stories about trying to keep up with the latest trends or introducing each other to different styles?
1: All I know is that I'm so damn happy you stopped buying those stupid Balenciaga. Whatever.
0: You know what? What is because it called? The, the hoodies.
1: Oh my God.
0: Because Balenciaga broke my heart. No, with but their like nonsense. in
1: general, the things they used to buy, like Lord of Mercy. So I feel like, yeah, I, feel, I don't know if I influenced you because I never... I never said it directly to you, but I was kind of, you were buying some silly stuff before. You were trying to find your style.
0: I'm in I'm into hats now. Ever since the dermatologist told me I can't be in the sun anymore. <laughs> can, you, can you pass me my hat? That's <laughs> yeah, right there. I just have stuff in it.
1: I've never seen a person. Oh, it's denim. Oh, it's full denim. You're so on trend. We're actually doing a denim on denim YouTube video. Yeah.
0: This is denim on my head.
1: Huh? But you're also the kind of person when you you buy something, you like it, immediately after you go and buy 10 more of the same thing.
0: No, not of the same thing. Different colors.
1: Remember how you were into the <laughs> <laughs> When you wanted to do the biking, what is it called?
0: <laughs> <laughs> on my spandex outfit?
1: When you came one day, you're like, hey, my friend, he started doing the biking cycling, on yeah. the road cycling. Yeah. And you went to the store, you spent so much money, you bought a whole thing. You did it for four times th- four times you did it right maybe more I, I wish it was I still more. have
0: the bike you know what it is I'll tell you why I stopped
1: yeah, tell me.
0: I stopped I stopped because I felt it was unnecessarily dangerous because if I get hit by a car I'll die
1: <laughs> but I wish you like tried it a couple of times yeah, before you went and bought the whole like that was wardrobe. a mistake
0: and and the balenciaga hoodies were a mistake too yeah and all the matching sets <laughs> th- those are all mistakes yeah I agree those are mistakes but I feel <laughs> no, you have to make mistakes You know, you got to take some pain in order to grow.
1: Yes, it's, uh, you know, ignorance of youth.
0: Yeah. (laughs) How has your style changed? Have I influenced your style? Not at all.
1: My style changed based on the era I was in, you know, so I had like my trophy wife era. I had my, like I had different eras that I was dressing accordingly. So I think now I'm in my true self era.
0: Your true self era? Yeah. That's incredible. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> Hold on, there's more questions. Let's just, We'll wrap it up soon. I'm just having fun. I don't get to talk to you much, so this, I'm just taking advantage. What are you talking advantage. about?
1: All we do is talk. This morning, we have our morning coffee. We talk mm-hmm. in the morning at 6 a.m. It's dark outside. We talk. And then you come back from the gym and we talk. And then at lunch, we talk.
0: Yeah, it's nice. When one of you feels overwhelmed or uncertain, how does the other step in to support or provide reassurance?
1: I don't know why, but I feel like I'm always the overwhelmed one.
0: I think you're overwhelmed because you have a lot more going on. Your schedule is mad.
1: But you're very good. uh, You're very good with supporting me. You and, and the team, but I feel like you take action. How do you mean? I mean when I when I tell you that I'm stressed, um, now I think I, I also learn how to communicate sooner before I kinda yeah. hit a wall. When you see that I'm getting stressed, you kinda right away go into be like, okay, let's look at your schedule. Let's see, you know, maybe take a vacation, maybe go do this, maybe do that, like take a few days off. You're very good with that. So I think that helps. Also, I think you know, although I might roll my eyes often when you talk to me about the same thing over and over and over again, but it does penetrate. So if I if I have something that kind of blocking me, a certain topic or something, and you talk to me about I, it, who is that?
0: It's the security. Hold on. My God. Hello. Five minutes later. I think we should think wrap we should, it up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but you can't. You can't just wrap it up. You
1: take off your hat. Why?
0: I like. You don't like my hat?
1: I like it, but let's us uh,
0: No, but like. It's cool. Don't it? Don't you feel it gives me like more of like a. Kind of thuggish vibe, no? With the beard and the hat.
1: The full denim hat. I don't know. Bro,
0: pass me my sunglasses.
1: Oh my god.
0: No, these are no, these are the ones. No, these are the good. Thanks, man. It's giving
2: witness protection. (laughs) (laughs) You can't really see
0: your face. (laughs) Huh?
1: You're doing great. How's that? I mean, it's giving.
0: What does giving mean? I never. You know what? This whole thing of like. I remember people used to say, oh, it's giving like vibes, this, like, it's giving like uh, Florida vibes or it's giving whatever vibes. <laughs> and, then, and then your generation decided to take out the word vibes. So my
1: generation. I adapt to what the young kids say. And now it's just giving. Can you take off your hat so we can see your face or are we just going to go anonymous?
0: So, pass you that. Thanks, Dean.
1: Okay. So, what does our future looks like? Keep Where that is going. It going? Keep that,
0: yeah. So, where's it going?
1: Where is it going? You're the visionary.
0: It's on a good trajectory. Um, it's no, don't laugh. Our life you. in general. Look for the business in general. <laughs> yeah, I'm not currently satisfied. To me, the future is leveraging this the the new scenario that we put ourselves into. So we put ourselves in uh, in a place where we're closer to opportunities. Okay, we're in we're in closer proximity to opportunities. And we put ourselves in a place that's more inspiring to you as a creator and to all of us in general. So those are kind of the what we've invested in. Yeah. And now we have to, because I feel we're get, we're coming to the end of this, this really um, transitional time with a new home and putting the kids in a new school and everything. Mm-hmm. And so now I see us really stepping on the gas and I see you becoming, you know, just becoming. So
1: let me add a little fairy dust on it. So I think that our trajectory is wonderful. I love that we're getting closer and growing together as a couple and as business partners. The business, I think, is going to do amazing. And I just see abundance and a lot of joy in our life. And that's it. You're just very specific with that. I'm not happy with a great I'm not great saying growth. I'm not happy.
0: I'm saying I'm not fully satisfied. Cool. We'll get there. We're on our way. <laughs> keep going <laughs> I love you thank
1: love you, you, you for too. coming
0: thank you for coming yeah I, I live seven minutes away
1: thank you for coming and sitting on this chair and, and sharing can I use this for can I use
0: your studio for some of my podcasts yes sharing um. is
1: caring Thank you so much for watching this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. Don't miss my newest episode right here. And if you're listening to the podcast on Apple or Spotify, please go and leave a review with your biggest takeaway. I love reading your thoughts. And if you have any suggestions for guests or topics, you can leave them in the comment section. And always, always remember, you are not alone.